0: Guys, girls, parents, and pets from news to shoes to album reviews and everything in between, welcome to the one stop hip hop shop. I'm Rob. Hotel Travago. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, um, tonight I am going to be reviewing Ginger by Brock Hampton. Ginger. Yep, Ginger. Uh, My
1: mother's a Ginger. <laughs> that was my yes. grandmother <laughs>
0: My girlfriend's a ginger
1: Luckily skipped me <laughs> I do so many gingers out there <laughs> And I will Well Well I will <laughs> Be doing St. John's Collection 2
0: Oh shit that went everywhere
1: Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs I'm looking forward to hearing
0: that actually I like uh St. John
1: Yeah. Alright so what do you want to do first? We want to get into the reviews straight up. We did the reviews last, last week, so... Yeah, yeah. If you want to go for yours...
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll do mine first. Go for it, mate. All right, so Ginger by Brockhampton. It's been very long awaited. Um, well, what was that record deal that they had? Because it I might be thinking of someone else, but was it five songs this year? Or five albums this year, sorry?
1: I do remember what you're talking about. It was something to do with um, Kevin Abstract. Yeah,
0: I think it may have been Brockhampton, but... No, they can't Don't release five albums. Yeah, no well, f- no matter who f- it is. <laughs> sure, <they're not> in- <laughs> Gucci Mane can't even release five albums from surely. now <laughs> But But um, yeah, they did sign, I think it was like 15 million or something. Yeah, they, they definitely, definitely did have
1: a big um, record deal.
0: Yeah, but to be, there are a lot of them.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, so, but they're definitely not making the output that was expected by the record label. Yeah. So it's been very, very long awaited. Um. I feel like actually as well I haven't written any of this down I'm just just spitballing here um that out of all of like the sort of fan groups Brockhampton has one of the most toxic Yeah
1: I think so. yeah well
0: like X is probably the worst
1: I think one thing that um Brockhampton have that not a lot of other fan bases have is there's like a divide well a lot of fan bases do have a divide but there's is like, fans of Amir Van and want yeah. him in the group and fans that Yeah, don't. it's a very so clear divide. They're, they're very um, heavily going together. But I haven't actually heard this album yet. Um, I wasn't okay. a fan of Iridescent, I was a big fan of the trilogy. Yeah. Uh, the Saturation trilogy. Um, but I did hear that this one's a lot of slow bangers. Not, no real... I would agree. No real uh, like high traditional energy. traditional bangers. Yeah. More More slow pace, more sad boy uh, vibes.
0: Yep. Although, those that... It's been a bit of a meme when uh, Anthony Fantana reviewed it. He said, um, basically, the boys, they're sad. that they're, they're depressed, and the boys are sad. I think that sums it up quite nicely.
1: But I feel like a lot of Kevin Abstract's work, obviously, the leader. Well, the leader of the group. Is the front quite man. quite sad. Yeah. quite a sad boy vibe anyway, so I'm surprised well, that got... a lot of the other stuff have been sort of like yeah. that. They have some, obviously, in the past, but...
0: And his solo album as well, which I reviewed Arizona Baby. Yeah. That was very sad boy, but not like sad boys in like SoundCloud Sad Boy. Soundcloud.
1: Sad clown. <laughs> I'm calling um, you out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's more like artistic sad boy. Like it's there's definitely like an artsy edge to it. It's like yeah. if you take SoundCloud sad boys and bring them up in Melbourne then Kevin Abstract is what they would sound like. Yeah. I think that's my analogy.
1: I agree. There you go. <laughs> All right,
0: let's get into your All review. Right. So, oh, mate, first line ties in very nicely. These guys are very artistic. Yep. Uh, it starts starts out on No Halo, which was a single, so I won't talk about it too much. Uh, but it does sound very cinematic. It's got a huge, like, grand sound. It's kind of, like, Game of Thrones-esque. Not, not quite medieval, but just very, like... I don't know, cinematic is really the only thing I can come up with. Yeah. Like, it's a very full sound. Um, I absolutely love the production on that track. Uh, I love the flows that they use as well. It perfectly suits the beat. Sugar is up next. The chorus is amazing. The beat is so relaxing. But the first verse done by Dom is, like, pretty heavily auto-tuned. And there's some effect on there. I don't quite know what it is, but it makes his voice sound very washed out. Mm. Like, very, like, flat um so yeah that, that doesn't sound very good but the rest of the track was brilliant i'm not a huge fan of Bearface. um like his voice is great but his content i find lacks more often than not like he just he finds a melody has like two lines in that melody and then just repeats that like three times and that's a verse to him yeah so i'm not usually a fan of him but uh yeah he was actually really good on on sugar uh boy bye is a bloody banger it's got this weird instrument actually I want to play this it's at 15 seconds for anyone who wants to try and work out what it is at first I thought it was like um you know the Robbie Rotten theme song it was kind of like that but then I, I YouTubed Robbie Rotten theme song and it was nothing like that no that you know the trumpet the um, how's it go like <laughs> Some shit like that. That's not quite right, but right. I'm sure you know it.
1: Sure.
0: Um, it doesn't sound quite like that because he's playing the trumpet. The notes are quite like drawn out, whereas this it's more like a piano. Like it's just ding, ding, rather than like. Ooh. Oh. Okay.
1: You know if that sort of makes sense if it's a note.
0: There. Yeah, I'll skip forward fifteen seconds to the noise. Here. Nope. Roundabout here. There. The banjo the yeah, background. but it sounds kind of like the Robbie Rotten theme song, the doesn't sound it?
1: Sounds quite childish,
0: yeah. So yeah. Thinking, yeah, but um, I am when I attempted to do it, I'm going to edit in the actual theme song Robbie
1: Rotten, we'll do a bit of a uh, side by
0: side. Yep, <laughs> Robbie Rotten and Robbie Rock Trash. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, and Old Mate Kev had a very weird line in there. Um, never liked sci-fi, empathetic Wi-Fi. I don't know how Wi-Fi could be empathetic. Does that mean, like, like, it always works? That's deaf. it. It knows when you need it? Like, Maybe,
1: I, I think you're on the something.
0: <laughs> like, I don't understand what that could mean. Like, I think even that's, like, a, a huge stretch. Uh, Heaven Belongs to You features only slow tie.
1: Yes, I have heard that... Um...
0: They had, like, a slow tie solo song.
1: Yeah. I heard that it was um quite popular, too.
0: Yeah, it is good. But I think in the context of the album, it doesn't fit. Um, what did I write about it? Uh, the, like, the content matches, but the style doesn't at all. Like, the energy that they brought to it was entirely different. Like, you know, Slide Ties, he's obviously got, like, the sort of... The UK grime slang, like, you know, ting. Yeah. Um... Yeah, when he says green, he goes green, yeah, like that, and it's much more high energy than the artistic sad boys over here. So it 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 was quite jarring. Like it, it might have even just been the strong accent that really sort of like made it stand out so much. But it was quite jarring, um, <sniffs> even more so considering he got like a whole song. If it was just a verse, it might have been a bit better. But yeah, I I do like the song, but in context of the whole album, I don't think I'll listen to it. Go back to it. Yeah. I don't know um saint percy is a bit more of a flex song but not uh i'm rich and i have a lot of women they're more so bragging about their work ethic um That's i didn't what you need to brag about No, i'd 100% agree with that um i didn't really like dom's verso he had a very cookie cutter flow like run up a check a uh run up a check hit miss a uh hit miss so it was very uh cookie cutter like yeah yeah, um, I have no reason to go back to that. I guess is a good way of saying that. Uh, but I did really like Bearface here uh, for the last line of Dom's verse. You can hear Bareface going, uh, like as he's like, yeah, sort of coming to life. Sort of I guess. Building up. Yeah, and then when Dom finishes, uh, he just jumps right in, like immediately after. Like he's like he can't wait to to jump on the mic. Yeah, you know, as soon as Dom's like through his last syllable, Bareface is to say, yeah. Uh, if you pray right has a bang and beat. It's like a high pitched whistle kind of sound, but they added like a lot of like wobble to it. Yep. So instead of like, whoosh, it's like kind of like, I, like a, it's kind of hard to do like that. A but bloody
1: like... western movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I think the worst thing about this track though is the chorus done by Kevin. Dom brought a lot of energy in uh, with the the first verse. I can't entirely remember the flow here, but. Ascending out projections with prejudice, my attention to details in scale with classic impressionists. So the lesson is that prerequisites are irrelevant to my standards. Right? It's a deficit in your settlement. You better learn to mind all your manners. Right? And like that's that's intelligent. It's quite hard. <laughs> yeah. And then Kevin just comes in, hiding at my partner' house. Couple benzel sent him out. Santa feeling trippy. Doggy to help your city out. And it's very, like, mumbly, and it completely brought down, like, the vibe. Yeah. And, yeah, just sort of threw out the feel. Um, But, like, those lyrics are good. Hiding at my partner house, couple bands send them out. Instead of feeling trippy dog, you need to help your city out. Like, if he just brought, like, you know, turned the energy up, that would sound much better. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Dearly departed. No points for guessing who this track is about. Yeah me a van and kevin has the first verse and he fucking kills it i want to read out like some of my favorite parts who am i who am i who am i why i hide huh fourth grade fourth grade mary j blige all i like i made a mill off a lie and a lie so i write another lie and then he ends the verse with and i must keep creating truths and hooks to get out of this hell for myself which I thought was really good. That last bit's more sort of like towards a record deal than it is to Amir. Yeah. Um, then there's like a pause in this music, and this huge drum roll comes in, and the beat just hits. It, it sounds, sounds so like emotional. Um, like I can't imagine what some of these guys went through because like it's not even just the sexual allegations. Like Amir did some more fucked up shit than yeah. that. He, um, he
1: set up um, one of them to uh, get robbed. Dom cuz i i know at the end of i'm assuming it's this song he just like starts yelling fuck you is that what it is right at the end
0: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah he literally set up his friend to like get robbed like to that's robbed, fucked yeah. so yeah i i and like they thought they were friends yeah you know so i i don't know what they're going through but i can definitely feel it just like by the beat alone yeah uh matt oh no wait sorry um yeah, there's a huge drum roll comes in. And when it just hits uh, Joba, he comes in with this just angelic singing. It sounds so good. Um, Matt has a verse that loosely implies he's been lied to, but it's, it's not very clear. I don't think he was super affected by it. Yeah. Uh, but Dom, uh, I wrote here, I don't know if you heard his verse or not, but I know now that you, you haven't, but he did not hold back. Um, you could definitely hear the anger in his voice and he was talking some shit. Uh, was, he was not letting... <laughs> he was not like... Shade was being thrown in every which way. Um, some of my favorite lines are, how many sides to a story can there be when you saw it with your own eyes? I got all my thoughts out on records y'all will not even hear Because they actually said in an interview that, like, for this album, they recorded, like, 100 songs, but only 12 made the cut. So, like, just imagine how much, like, shade there is on the other... And the rest. 80, 88 songs. 88 like that's it's, yeah. um, and then there's uh, when somebody that you know throws you in the fire. How do you survive? I kicked down the door inside a home I didn't own just to save a friend's life. Little did I know the one who pulled the strings was the one on my side. I just moved. I've just moved to Texas. Tried to make it right. I do not feel obliged to dismiss the truce because of how I feel about our time. If I knew what you would do to someone you owe money to, you wouldn't get a dime. That's, like...
1: That's hard.
0: Like not only is that, like, a great way of saying fuck you, but, like, the, the wordplay, the lyricism in that is so hard. That's amazing. And then, finally, this has got to be, like, one of my favourites. Like, it's... This is a whole new level of fuck you. Like, this is just straight up coming at Amir. Um pass the weight off to your friends and never face the truth because you never learned how to be a man and it's not my fault and it's not my problem anymore that's just where you stand that's just who you are that's your cross to bear you could talk to god i don't want to hear motherfucker and then one thing i really really like that's amazing that's just about the whole verse there but one thing i really really like is you can just Feel the hate. Like, you're not you're not hearing it. You're legitimately feeling it. Yeah. But when he says motherfucker, there's like a high-pitched synth noise that just comes in, and it it amps up. And, like, I guess it kind of sounds like him, like, screaming. Yeah. Like, I forget, oh, Through the Wire, Kanye. You know how he's got that, that really heavily auto-tuned kind of thing, and you yeah. can't really... It's kind of yeah. like that if Dom was screaming. Like, oh, just yeah, out of yeah, anger. Yeah. And it sounds amazing. And as that's, like, amping up, you hear a couple of, like, little thuds, and what I made it out to be was he's like l- just dropped the mic and then left and like sort of slammed the door behind him. Oh, okay. Yep. And that sounded so dope. Like that was incredibly emotional. Like, yeah, I, I didn't like really follow this when it was happening. Yeah. So I, yeah, don't really know the full scale of it. But hearing this, it was, it must have been intense. That's, I'm going to say it now, not even at the end. That's by far my favorite song, Dearly Departed. So Dearly check that depart. out. Uh, I've been born again it was the first single released out of the whole album so I won't talk about it too much but I'm not really a fan of this um, the artists loosely talk about a few topics like including uh, drug abuse lack of money and depression but it just it doesn't have like a strong concept um, it's sort of like as if they were just given a studio and their record label was like oh we don't care what you say just like make it sad or something yeah yeah and they sort of came up with their own way to do that um ginger is the next track the title track and it's heavily focused on being melodic they've done an incredibly good job it sounds amazing uh they just talk about how they kind of stuck they don't believe they've made it because they're still broke but they don't want to make music anymore um kevin actually said that it's his um oh what's that chick's name um you know the one I'm, i'm thinking of no the one that like made like a really good album and then just dropped and never made music again.
1: You're talking
0: about Shiloh? No. Like, um, <laughs> no, no, no. From like... Like... Later than that. Like late 90s kind of thing. Um, Miss something?
1: Yeah, Miss Lauren Hill.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren Hill. Yeah, he said it's his Lauren Hill moment. Mm. Which kind of sucks because it's like a, between a rock and a hard place. He has to make music. Yeah. But he doesn't want to at all. Like there's a strong need to get away from making music. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Kevin, he definitely feels that the most. He talked about that on his solo album as well. Um, he even said in his solo album, um, sorry for putting all of our things on the lawn, like talking to the rest of the group, saying I, I shouldn't be airing these topics, but like I need to get it off my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in this, he does I uh, say it like the best way. Um, Look at how I'm shining, though. Look at how I'm smiling, though. Look at how I'm smiling. Look at how I'm whilin and I'm still broke. Uh, you still think I'm a joke. Uh, I still think... Oh, wait. Uh, um, what am I up to? You still think I'm a joke. Uh, I still think I'm a joke. Uh, I still think it ain't going to work out. So he not only thinks he hasn't made it, but he doesn't think he will make it. Yeah. But, like, yes. he definitely has made it.
1: Yeah. That's hard right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Big Boy is a, a lot about growing up, but I think it's it's a step further uh, than that. Genius just said it's, it's about growing up, which Big Boy sort of does allude to. But I think it's it's not so much about growing from a boy to a man. It's about growing from a man to a better man. Like it's about maturing and making sure that as an artist and as a person you're growing and evolving. Um, you want another one?
1: Uh, not yet, not yet.
0: All right. Uh, I, I do really like that message, but the execution was a bit of a miss. Uh, Bareface had some good content, but it was dragged down by like that distortion that he uses on his voice. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm just not a, a huge fan of that personally. Uh, Kevin had the chorus, and it was really, really good. Uh, but in his verse, he was heavily auto-tuned and pitched up, so it didn't really sound that great. Uh, Love Me For Life is the second last track, and it's very similar to I've Been Born Again in the sense that there's not really a solid concept to the song. Then the closer of the album, Victor Roberts. Victor. It features, you'll never guess this, Victor Roberts.
1: There you go. Got old
0: they've just named the bloody song after the feature like I don't think there's ever been a feature showed that much love on a song before um I believe he wasn't very well known before this either because he he tweeted at Brockhampton thanking them for giving him a platform to share his story on and then he said you just birthed a whole ass rapper
1: there you go
0: so yeah but everyone is going crazy over his verse and I completely agree with all the hype it's getting everyone's saying he should be a part of the group but I do disagree with that one um I don't think Brockhampton is really his style. Uh, they're very artistic and depressed, whereas Victor, he's. Um, like, here at least, anyway. I haven't listened to his, any of his other stuff. He really excelled at depressing storytelling. Like, very similar to Prom King uh, by Saba. Um, I think he'd be a good feature for Brockhampton to regularly work with, but I think he should be doing his own thing. Um, and yeah, not sort of be a part of the group. But onto his verse, this shit is amazing. I'm not going to quote anything because I'm just going to not do it justice and sort of bring it down. I want it to just blow you away the first time you listen to it. Um, but it's about him taking someone into his home, like someone who's not very well off, uh, like a young boy, and giving him a place to stay. Um, but the the kid that he took in was a part of some not very good things, like, in, like dealings with, with crack and, you know sort of some poor life choices made in that aspect. Uh, and this, this kid brought those bad dealings into the house. And Victor says that he wants to help the boy out. And when the police come barging through the door and, you know, they're all sort of blaming each other, like not even thinking that it could be this new kid. Yeah. Um, he says that, like, I know it's just like the police are just doing their job, but I want to protect him. Um, but then at the same time, he's like, but I should be angry if this guy, like, put my whole family in danger yeah um but yeah so that i think was just incredible like it, it, i don't know if it happened or not but if not he's a fucking good writer like go. yeah seriously go check that out i was just blown away uh and then ryan beady has a chorus where he thanks people around him for giving him constant support and bareface has the bridge and he says and if you're hurting love yourself with my heart which i think is a great line and he says it in the most amazing melody uh this album like their other stuff is very artistic the beats are very out there and i think most other artists would struggle to work with them like oh they have like in-house producers don't they like yeah so i think that a would lot of the guys work on it too yeah themselves, so. i think kevin abstract produces a lot yeah but yeah so that obviously would help them come up with beats that like suit them but i think if you gave a beat to another artist they wouldn't be able to do anything nearly as good as what Brock Anderson could do. But the album as a whole was quite inconsistent. The topics were a little bit all over the place and there were a couple of songs with no clear message. Um, I would say if I had to come up with a main concept for the whole album, it would just be I'm sad. There you go. But it is really, really good. Um, there are like The highs are incredibly high, but it is just too inconsistent to and I, I think that, yeah the inconsistency really brings down the rating but I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 8 okay, out of 10 yeah pretty it decent. is It is good
1: pretty decent alright so let's move on to my uh, review of St. John's Ghetto Lenny love song Ghetto Lenny is his um, nickname I've never heard that in my life and um, <laughs> oh that is
0: grim what you've just done <laughs>
1: <laughs> looks like you know those lollies those little worm lolly things. Oh, yeah, Those yeah, like the sour yellow. worms. No. 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 Oh, no, I know the ones you're yeah, talking yeah. about now, the yellow no, They're one, not yeah. worms, but like they look like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they come they're in, in that, like that the shite. teeth and stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> teeth are <of> a classic. <laughs> they're so gross. <laughs> no, I don't mind them. I hate the teeth. They taste No, like, but you like the banana know. lollies. They're AIDS. They taste good. No, they the don't. The
1: teeth taste like um like, mints. I didn't like that in my. Mints? Like mint. Oh. <laughs> No. Spaghetti. Every
0: time I eat a banana lolly, I get like a new form of leprosy. No, nah, that's no, they don't. That's how you
1: get your three and five every day. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, this album, I was very like I was anticipating uh, this album. What are you doing, No, nah, I didn't know if it was working or not. What do you mean? Oh, it's because I don't have my headphones on. Oh, there you go. Are they working this week? Because I didn't test it. Nah. I, didn't I don't know what's going on. The, I've unplugged before mine. Before the show, yeah. Um, so I was pretty anticipated on this album. Um, Collection 1 was in my top three albums of last year. Yeah. Um, and I spoke about Along it. Along with Astro World. Lastly, yeah, exactly. Um, and this album really got to the stage that um, Collection 1 did much quicker. On Collection okay. 1, I was like... I had my favorites. I picked out some favorites. And then like over like a whole year or like a whole six, seven months, I then sort of went into this state of liking every single song just as much. Like I couldn't pick one. I agree. um, Out. So like when I first started listening, I had like a clear favorite. Roses. I Heard You Got Too Lit Last Night. Selfish. I'm just about to list all of them anyway. But
0: Surf Club was up there.
1: Surf Club. Three Below. Um,
0: (laughs) Just every track.
1: Yeah. Um, So... But this album, like straight away, I liked every single song. Like I, honestly, at first, I had my favourites again. But this time, it only took like four days to like yeah. like the whole album. Um, instead And maybe just because I'm more accustomed to, um, John's sound now. Oh, um,
0: it's, weird. Who <laughs> it John? John. Well, that's his name. I just think of uh, big John from <laughs> between us, like with the two spoons.
1: Um, yeah, oh, so classic. Maybe I'm just more accustomed to this, but I just really enjoy. Um, what he's going for on this album, I think he w- he missed on a few of the features. So there was only Meek Mill, Lil Baby, Lenny Kravitz, um, and a boogie with the hoodie. How did boogie? <coughs> go? How did what? Boogie go? I think boogie and Meek Mill were a bit odd on the album, yeah. just because they're rappers. Yeah. Um, even though Lil Baby is too, Lil Baby was obviously auto tuned. Yeah, much, he's a
0: bit more melodic than that. Yeah, they are.
1: much more um, in sync with uh with St. John. John's. <laughs> um sound. But yeah, I actually did like Boogie with a hoodie. He um had a very he was obviously auto tuned as well and he was sort of singing at the start of the song and then he went oh, into yeah. rapping but and I didn't mind it actually. It was quite alright, but not not memorable enough. And Meek Mill had the whole beat changed for him. Oh, okay. Um so like went all through Saint John's part, which is uh a verse and the choruses, and then when it came to the end, um, when it was Meek Mill's time Turn he had a stripped back beat, so it was actually less instrumental. Oh, so it wasn't like
0: a beat switch. No, yeah, it, it was, was just, just like a heavily back. modified yeah. of the same.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't really
0: like it when songs do that because you can tell they're just trying to fit the <clears> feature <throat> in. Yeah, they're not doing what sounds best.
1: Yeah, and then the as the chorus comes back in, it goes back to the beat, and I didn't yeah. mind that song either. Like, I had it in my um, list for you guys to listen to, so if you checked out the Spotify playlist, it should have been in there. Um, and I do like it, but. I actually put that in before the whole album was out. So now in, in terms of the whole album, it sort of makes it stick out even more. But great song. Um, when I look at this, uh, Letty Kravitz um, and Lil Baby, like I said, Lil Baby was really good on the song Trap, which came out, I think like six months ago, seven months ago. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I not yeah, know Yeah. So that. it sounds very similar to Collection One. Like it sounds like it could have just gone straight on that album. Um, but... It's just because it's so old. Like, yeah, it came, yeah out, it came out like
0: the same time. Yeah, it came morning. out
1: like as he was sort of picking up steam because... As yeah, he was popping off. Yeah, St. John wasn't big when he released the album. He sort of And he's still not even that big now. He's only got like 10,000 views on all his genius Yeah, like, on the songs, which isn't much at all. Um, so he sort of picked up and then that's when Trap came out and it sounds very similar. Um, and like I said, with uh, I haven't said it yet, but um, <laughs> I think a lot of these songs I've heard before... Like yeah. the song Monica Lewinsky Um <laughs> Trap great
0: name for a song
1: Um Wedding Day Which is the opener I feel like I've heard them before But What's good about it Is that If Collection 1 was 10 songs longer I would still like it just as much Yeah So yeah, this yeah. is sort of like an add-on Not many albums can Um Stick to a sound for so long And it'd still be good So I think that's one One of the great Um Like one of the benefits Of this album Being sort of a continuation Rather than a A complete pivot Um Some of the highlights on this album for me were 5,000 singles. Um, He talks about uh, this girl that he meets at a club, at a strip club, Um, and he's sort of trying to show off to her what what he has, and 5,000 singles obviously refers to giving her money. She is a stripper, Um, and he sort of wants to be with her, but only for one night. He doesn't want anything further than that. and a lot of these songs, I've heard it described as, and I would agree with, it's late night driving music. you just driving. Yeah. You're just chilling. This is what you listen to. Uh, and he even said that this isn't even an album. It's more of a collection, like much like collection one, which makes sense. So, <laughs> yep. um, 94 Bentley was really cool. I actually really did um, enjoy sort of the, the theme of this song. It wasn't, um, he sort of talks about The 94 Bentley that was On the front of Jay-Z's album um, Mm -hmm. A Hard Knock Life 2 uh, Volume 2 A Hard Knock Life (laughs) Um, And he explains that he went um, He went around driving bad cars When he was younger to now being A good friend with Jay-Z of course And sort of rolling around with him In the 94 Bentley um, who he said Jay-Z is his, um, is his idol. So, and the the chorus to this song is, is iconic. I think that's one thing I was going to say too. Uh, I don't think any song is as catchy as I heard you got too lit last night. Yeah. Um, which has got like an iconic, well, if you've heard it, like, obviously it's not iconic because not many people have heard it, but like for people that are in the game, it's sort of like an iconic sort of. Like melody? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I heard
0: you got to late last night.
1: Yeah. The chorus Didn't for uh make
0: um, it the, make this bubble is pretty, with this song. Think you shouldn't know. That's a bloody banging song.
1: Let me let me play this for you, real quick one time. Oh I like that. Oh
0: I love his voice. Oh, I like that.
1: See, up there, yeah, he says fucked up, turned up, piped up, gripped up, turned up, trying to kill the pain with my sick cup.
0: I like that. Um, now that sounds good.
1: Yeah, I really like that. Um, the verses aren't on this album aren't that great. I, I like they are good, but that's not what you listen to Saint John for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because his his verses are like shorter than his choruses. Yeah. Like he definitely relies on melodic, melodic, melodic sort of choruses, um, and just sort of allowing the verses to sort of weave in and out. Um, like a lot of rappers don't have choruses, pre-choruses, and bridges where the majority of his songs are. Most rappers are verse, chorus, verse, yeah, and then that's it. So he knows what he's going to and that's sort of what he um, he knows he's bread and butter and he goes to it but I really liked this the first verse of um, 94 Bentley um, Uncle Munson in the corner playing dominoes he's a genius but trappers never make the honor roll oh but to me you're the one though screaming Rastafari till I die selling cocaine gumbo I'm just I'm just good at playing dumb young chameleon seen the rover with the paper tags Spending paper racing, trying to get his childhood back. It's called cool. "He's Back on Road." I like that. That literally, that song literally has one uh, verse, and it, it is how long? Mm. How long is this song? Over. It's about three minutes. So, and that's all. That was the whole verse. <laughs> so, it is, he's very. <laughs> reliant took about twenty on, seconds. Yeah. So he is very reliant on. Um...
0: Like choruses carrying. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So but he does do it well.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the one song that really stood out to me, and it was actually one of the only songs on the album that was produced by someone other than Fallen who produced um, all of Collection 1 and every song on here. Um, He did even produce this song I'm about to talk about, but um, it is produced also by Diplo. Oh, okay. Um, So you got a little bit of love there. It's called... um, uh, I Can Fucking Tell, but he's done the U with a V. Oh, yeah. For the kids. Yeah, for the kids. (laughs) Uh, Even though the third... Uh, word on the song is fucking um, <laughs> but yeah I really like this I think you'll really like this too um, the verse is in the first verse and the second verse are, are really good um, I don't believe in the wedding bells well I'll just play it yeah because I can't do it in the same voice he's, <laughs> he's cheating with the auto tune <laughs> um, It just keeps playing 94 Bentley <laughs>
0: I like that. I love the noise of like hands going up the yeah. the neck of the toe. Oh. I don't even care what he's saying. He just needs to make noises and I'll like it.
1: Yeah. And then into the verse. Oh.
0: This is gorgeous. Oh, that note. Wow. I, I'm going to say again, that is good. i said
1: this last year when I reviewed it and I said it when I first listened to him, like almost two years ago now when the yeah. album up, oh, sorry, almost a full year ago now, I reviewed it about what, eight months ago for the end yeah. of the year. So I'd probably say about, yeah, probably about 15, 16 months ago when the album came out that this man is just post Malone, but better.
0: I, yeah, 100% agree with he that. He is
1: like what Post Malone wishes Post Malone could be. <laughs> like if Post Malone could say, like... if he could start fresh, Post Malone could start fresh. And this is could what say, he would aspire to. And he, he's to... got all the fans, yeah. everything the same. And, and he said, okay, Post, you can be anyone you want. Yeah, He would choose St. John. And it's funny because um, at Leeds Festival, which Post Malone was just at, um, St. John was there opening for him and okay. gave him his pants. St. John was wearing pants that Post Malone wanted to wear. So he just took them off and gave it to him.
0: So what, he was just wearing his undies?
1: Yeah, well, he was like backstage.
0: Like this was when Post Malone, oh, they okay. were both backstage. I was hoping they did that on stage. No.
1: And then he said, you're a Saint John. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're actually really idiot. good friends. Like before I, Saint John was famous, he was opening for Post Malone and now they're sort of headlining. Yeah. Not, well, Saint John isn't headlining, but they're sort of like They're the main, together, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like, yeah, Saint John, like you said, is Post Malone, but better. He's kind of like Post Malone, plus, like sort of Sway Lee's talent of finding melodies. Yeah. But also them just, but better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, they they're really good friends. Um, and I really want Saint John to actually come to Australia, maybe. Um, even that would be with, good. Even if he was just opening for Post Malone, um, that would be a good show. But yeah, yeah really like this song, and I really like the way um, he said, "I told the girl when the summer chills." You get way too dark. She stood there with a left hand on a gun, right hand on her heart. Oh. Yeah, that's um, that's hard stuff right there. Yeah. Um, wedding day, opening track, really great. Not really much to talk about. It's only like a minute 45 or just under two minutes, I think. Really short track. Monica Lewinsky. Um <laughs> sort of have to bang a name. Talking about, well, you know. That's the one with the boogie with the hoodie. Oh. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: do they actually <laughs> talk about it much? or?
1: No, he just says, she's my Monica Lewinsky. Oh, I okay. guess she so. She's going to bust her right there because she's risky.
0: <laughs> so it's more just like a fair than like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to play that song too just because I think you'll like that one. Okay. I think you'll like the majority. Mudra- I could play all of them.
0: <laughs> but uh, I'm a sucker for St. John. Yeah. Even just the beats. Like, that is nice. Yeah. Like, if I could listen to that for the rest of my life and I'd I'd be content.
1: Yeah. Nah, I missed it again. I did that in the car too. I missed it (laughs) by one deep. Oh.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. So, basically, what I want to say, and one of the last songs that I really liked was High School Reunion, which was really cool. He actually talks... This one's a little bit more... uh, This one's just a little bit more... Uh, serious, and he sort of talks about the things that he's scared of in life and, and why he doesn't really want to wait. What's the name of the song again? Sorry, uh,
0: high school reunion. Oh, I like that. No, that's a good topic to,
1: yeah, yeah, for that. And sort of, and he talks about like why he's not really into this idea of love, which has been a, a, a undercurrent of the whole album where he yeah. talks about sort of dating women just for like one day or, or the night or just yeah. having a woman like, no, for whatever, no commitment. Yeah, he said, um. Uh, I'm sick of falling in love. I'm sick of my heart broken. I'm scared of fucking it up. I sleep with my eyes open. I'm scared of calling it love. I'm scared Ooh. of overdosing. I'm scared of falling in love. Done with my emotion. And, yeah, that's uh, nice. It, it's really good. Um, I may as well just play it at this point, and then because my my review's almost done, that um, actually comes right after Monica Lewinsky too. Um, okay. Really, High School Musical just popped up for me. <laughs> oh, my God, that voice.
0: Oh, my God. Now he can make anything sound good.
1: Yeah, really great album, man. One thing that I implore you to do is go out and listen to this album, listen to Collection 1, and just experience it for yourself because you see how Robert's reacting. And yeah. obviously when I'm first listening to it, I'm reacting pretty similarly. you got to go out and you got to experience it. Not everyone's going to like this music. And um, if you did like from what you've heard, this album is about love and loss and sort of moving on and sort of being immersed in this feeling of sort of unknown. And I think yeah. that one thing that St. John's really good at is in songs like um, I can fucking tell borders, which is really good with, uh, Lenny, um, Kravitz, um, trophies. He's really good at immersing me as the listener. And I assume you guys too, in the experience, I feel like I'm going through what he's going through and not many other songs can do that. Mm. Um, and I think I I've got to give a big shout. I already did, but to fall in the producer, he and him and St. John work so well. St. John hits every single drop and he hits every single sort of punch in the in the drums mm. really well. And I can't um, speak highly enough of this album. Um, it's going to move into probably my top five favorite albums. It's probably not the best technically or the best sort of all-around album. I still think there's better albums out there, um, even ones that, I, like ones that I've reviewed. But this album, like Collection One, is just such a, a great album and something that I'll be definitely listening to for the next few years. I even went back and listened to Collection One again and just sort of forgot how good that was, and I came back yeah. to this, and I was like, "Well, this is just as good." So uh, I'm giving this a nine out of ten. Oh, um, and if he and he does rap on this album, one song. It's called "All I Want Is a Yacht." Okay. So he does that's the only song that he raps on? Um, but also is it good. Anyth- yeah, it's pretty good actually. Okay. Um, and "Anything Can Happen" also has Meek Mill, uh, who raps as well. So, if that's what you're looking for if you're looking for more slow stuff. Songs like Borders, 94 Bentley. Um, and call me after you hear this. is definitely for you. But the whole album, front to back, forty four minutes. It goes yeah. goes in a in a in a flash. So go out and listen mate to this album. Nice. Alright, well I am
0: gonna to listen to it. Alright, well what do we have next? Oh, uh, we've got Discog Dive. Who do you end up doing for that?
1: Discog Dive. Yeah. Kanye West, mate. Actually. Yeah, mate.
0: Wait, that's a fair amount of albums there. It's a big one. I uh, got the rap region and then a song of the year.
1: Alright, let's, uh, let's do song of the year. What do we yeah. got? What do we got for this year? I actually forget.
0: Well, I, I did them this morning, but right. I also forget. <laughs> right. Um, but we've got Fight the Power by Public Enemy. Oh, yep. And Wild Thing by Tone Loke.
1: Alright, let's do Fight the Power first. Alright. Um,
0: this is the one that I preferred.
1: Yeah, I think Fight the Power is really good. I think it's one of the, like, the better. Um, like one of the better songs that we've listened to yeah
0: it's up there with the message in terms of like
1: yeah it's very similar to the message yeah Yeah, like i feel like some sometimes those songs are just like interchangeable almost yeah 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 exactly Um, but yeah i really enjoyed uh that wild thing not so much but we'll get into that um, (laughs) yeah a bit later yeah
0: so i actually had a bit of a, a look through the album i didn't listen to every song yeah but they've like it looks like they were just trying to get a reaction out of people with some of these like song titles. <laughs> uh, I put some of them down. Nine one one is a joke.
1: Oh yeah, I see that one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Polly want a cracker. Like spelt like cracker. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And I see the one right underneath that one.
0: Yeah, anti neighbor machine. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. that's the one I just. Uh,
0: burn Hollywood, burn and leave this off your fucking charts. <laughs> I, I think mean, that's, that's a good that's <laughs> I a like good that name. a lot. yeah, but yeah it's like though like, I, I did listen to like all of those ones that I put down. And they, they are very insightful and actually have like good messages. Yeah. But just those titles alone, it sounds like they're just poking you for a reaction. Yeah. But yeah, they are good. But on to uh, yeah, fight the power.
1: Yeah, so this song's sort of talking about how like people don't want to conform yeah. to what um America was doing at the time. Um, like, it, just the intro is talking about, how, like, yeah. our best troops and our best sort of civilians don't want to do this anymore. They would rather, yeah. like, sort of spread peace but than... Yeah, I
0: actually want to know what that was, like, sampled from.
1: What, what was that sampled from?
0: A cigarette ad. Oh, there you go. Like, the original ad was saying people don't want to fight, like, people want to smoke. They don't want to fight the addiction. They'd rather just switch to our brand. Mm that's what it was but they sort of took that yeah. sort of fucked up message yeah. and said yeah the people don't want to fight yeah yeah
1: yeah fight the power yeah they don't want to fight each other they want to fight the government and whatnot so yeah. really great message very similar to the message yeah yeah um, yeah it is very similar Two two sort of pillars of when you look back at conscious rap and i yeah. think a lot of guys coming now kendrick lamar um, yeah, definitely draw from these yeah, guys. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. they're sort of what you would you would like sort of see from this. Like, I don't think if these guys were as popular as what they were, or Chucky D. Um, <laughs>
0: Mate, I, I've never listened to Public Enemy before, but it surprised me that Flavor Flav was in there. Yeah, like looking back at him, he's just a a character. Yeah, like with a big clock,
1: big clock, but. Man, he had, he had some important messages yeah, to spread. He did, really did, yeah. All right, what else? Do you have anything else on this one?
0: Uh, I do. They This song was heavily sampled. Yeah. Like, it used a lot. Um, Chuck D said in an, in, in an interview yep. with Keyboard back in 1990, yep. which I think is a very 1990-sounding <laughs> company, Yeah, um, that within the first 10 seconds, there's 17 samples. Yeah. That's insane.
1: Yeah, they really um, sort of... <laughs> Well, they just wanted to pack it in, I think, and yeah. I think that, that that's one thing that we we're finally starting to see a turn a turn of like mm. um, the way music like produced in in rap, yeah, yeah, a lot of heavy sampling and some of the greatest um, sort of songs of all time now, and some of the greatest producers are known to sample, like yeah, guys yeah. like um,
0: MF Doom and yeah, Clams Casino, yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: He- sample heavy sort of really shows technical ability, and I well, think that-
0: Kanye as well. I think he's yeah. like the biggest sort yeah. of yeah example yeah. but um I do want to touch on the second verse as well I fucking love the second verse um I wrote down the first part of it but it's so like like I think this is the most evolved that we've seen rhymes yeah um yeah he said uh, as the rhythm's designed to bounce what counts is that the rhyme's designed to fill your mind now that you've realised the pride's arrived we got to pump the stuff to make you tough from the heart it's a start a work of art a work like, part. It, it's it's very like rhyme heavy, and yeah. that's is like before this. I think we've only seen like, A B A B A B pretty much. Yeah,
1: I think that we're finally starting to see the turn of technical rappers sort of mm. take the mainstay over um more singy songy rappers.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. All
1: right, well, do we are we moving on to tone so.
0: tone loke? Yep. Tone Lok like on Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Tone, tone, you make my heart sing. Tone Lock.
1: Is it Tone Lock or Tone Loke?
0: Oh, there's Dead Lokes. <laughs> <laughs> on the Dead Lokes. <laughs> if, I, if I take all of my education from Blueface, which I do, yeah. I would say it's Tone Loke.
1: There you go. <laughs> this was actually the first premium, um, premium platinum. Um, i Platinum. right up down. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. So Tone Loke and the Dead Lokes on Wild Thing. <laughs>
0: and it... Um, it is credited for Demolishing the barrier Between hip hop and mainstream Yeah Which I would Agree Yeah
1: This song was actually Really fun to listen to It was yeah um, But yeah Not uh, anywhere near as Important yeah, as, just about yeah Sex Yeah Basically the whole thing That's just yeah. wild thing He's doing Yep So bad <laughs> um, But yeah I actually enjoyed this song Much more If that song is more In today's world Kendrick Lamar This is much more What would you say more young thuggish, blueface. Blueface baby, <laughs> on the dead looks. Yeah, not much to really say about this one. This one's nah. a lot shorter too. A lot less. Yeah, it's not, uh, I don't think it's shorter, but a lot less content to sort of. Break yeah, down. yeah. So it's it very, does seem seem shorter. It's it's a well, weird um, song too. It's just like got weird. Yeah,
0: from, like, the, that's the, like. Are you on the genius page? Yeah. Scroll down and read out the comment. It literally says exactly that.
1: This song is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's from six years ago, mate. Down
0: voted twice, I believe.
1: <laughs> to
0: mate um, so i want to ask a question uh, was this like wild thing was that the song of the year or the author's choice and before you say anything i want to get a guess that it's the song of the year no it was the author's choice it was the really. other
1: yeah so the, mate, author, the author's cooked <laughs> what, so you liked wild thing better
0: no, no 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 i i liked fight the power better
1: yeah so there's yeah song of the no 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 so it's not, it's like author chose one
0: yeah, so he chose, and then the
1: charts chose the other. No, 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 no. So the author chose one, and then yeah. like he got someone else to write in about something else.
0: Oh, okay. so he
1: chose um, "Fight the Power," and someone like argued that it was a wild thing.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the person that argued it's disabled. <laughs> yeah. Like as like it's it's decent. It's fun yeah. to listen to. Yeah. But as if it's going to go up against "Fight the Power."
1: Yeah, it did change hip hop. Um, in a different way, but not yeah. as an important yeah, yeah, um, sort yeah. of shift. So we get more um, upbeat, sort of fun mm. topics uh, with one, but we get a much more serious and yeah. stoic... Um, That's a good word. Genre. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's... Are we done with that one? You moving on?
0: Yeah, I'm happy to, to move on. All right,
1: well, why don't we hit up your... Uh...
0: No, let's do mine first. All right, Discog Dive? Yeah. Which oh. Kanye.
1: Yeah, let me get up all the albums because I actually haven't written anything down, but I'm pretty well versed. Yeah, um, you in can this just man.
0: look at the cover and yeah. know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we started with the college dropout, through the wire came out, after his car crash. What a devastating time, but he survived. Then. Rest is history. Thank God for that. Yeah,
0: rest is history. So, just, uh, I wonder what hip hop would sound like now if, like Kanye, did die. I, mean,
1: I didn't even know.
0: Kim Kardashian would still be making
1: porn. Well, maybe. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so this album opens up with an intro. Um, then we got We Don't Care, Graduation Day, All Falls Down, I'll Fly Away, and Spaceships is sort of like the Nucleus, the first five songs, and We Don't Care, really great nucleus. song. Nucleus. Talking about... It's the um, nice. <laughs> so I this... love that a lot. The Nucleus. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the overarching theme of this whole uh, album, and sort of the run of... Uh, college dropout, late registration and graduation is sort of someone that is sort of in college and how dropping out of college like Kanye West did was beneficial for him and how he doesn't believe that college is the answer. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, Yeah. but let's see what he does with his kids. Um, (laughs) That's a good point. So we don't care. Um, He's talking about like he doesn't care what people say anymore. Um, He says he people told him he wasn't supposed to live past 25 and now he's yeah now like, he's over 40 now yeah. and a, a, almost a billion now i would say somewhere up there probably combined worth with kim k over a bill most likely well, right
0: well you keep talking i'll find out i think kanye's around 40 no, million
1: think, how much 40 yeah i think he might be in the, i think he might be around 100
0: when he exactly. when he releases
1: music cuz i know it fluctuates yeah, yeah yeah so last time i checked after he released the the run of albums Maybe maybe half a half a mil, half a bill. So okay,
0: mate, he is higher than I thought. What's he at? Uh, two hundred and fifty million.
1: Yeah, and Kim K is probably like three hundred. So yeah, I reckon half a half a bill. Um. Yeah, well he has all the clothing lines and. Everything. He's
0: worth three hundred and fifty million. See, so there you go, six hundred
1: uh, million. Yeah. So yeah, half I have a, some quick maths. Half a bill, um. Then graduation is a quick one. Graduation Day, rather. And then All Falls Down, I'll Fly Away, and Spaceship. Really great run. Um, spaceship's a really cool one. He's talking about how um, one day he'll get a spaceship and fly away. Really cool. Then we have the three song, Well, four, essentially. Um, but there is a skit in between. But Jesus Walks, Never Let Me Down, Get Him High, and New Workout Plan. Really introduced me to Kanye West, because this was my first Kanye West <coughs> album. Um, and this run of four songs were... Iconic at the time. Jesus Walks is still one of my favorite Kanye West songs. Never Let Me Down talks about some pretty serious topics. Um, get them High and New Workout Plan is is iconic. That's right. Put in work. Move that ass. Go berserk. Absolute iconic. Just the way he says it, so drowsily. Really great. Um, and then towards the end, Through the Wire, like I said, um, Heavy Hitters, which isn't really on a lot of um, albums. It's sort of like a hidden track. Um, last call which goes for about 13 minutes Um, and then one of the greatest songs that he also has two words i just really like how he he just says two words per line for the whole song Um, and they're just sort of like opposites to each other and it's really the way he does it oh yeah i know what you mean um then we're gonna move on to late registration some regard there's often debate of which is the greatest Kanye West album. You've got My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is generally over 50% rated, I would say. Yeah. Then you have probably an even split between Late Reg, Late Registration, and uh, The College Dropout. So it's up for you guys to uh, decide, I suppose. But um, Late Registration, I'm actually not as well versed in this album, so I wouldn't put it up um, close to The College Dropout. But... I really do like this song. Songs like Roses, songs like um, Hey Mama, obviously extremely powerful. Kanye West lost his mum shortly after releasing this um, song, which is obviously very um, sad. I've lost the internet. Hang on. (laughs) Um, Let me just find some... No, go away.
0: If anyone wants to know what... Living Australia's like. It's what is it? Intimate internet with snakes.
1: The snakes, you reckon? Yeah. Nah, the internet's just been bad lately. It has been it's really bad here. Not even bad, like yeah. that normally. Um, yeah, heard him say "Touch the Sky." Oh, it's back now. Um, <laughs> after I disconnected from the Wi-Fi too. Um, yeah. So, and that obviously has one of his biggest songs ever, "Gold Digger." Yeah. Um, crack music, "My Way Home," which features. Um, Common This is a really good album Again that talks about The The unimportance of education In his eyes He says He's much more of a vocational learner Learning through doing Learning through Yeah um, Experience Whereas a lot of people And Sort of the university Slash collegiate um, System Is run through Academic achievement And sort of Learning through um, Knowledge Knowledge is power So I think that This album As well as Graduation And especially the college dropout, more so referred to this life of vocational learning.
0: Yeah. Before we move on, can you please share your story about Gold Digger?
1: What is it? What's my story?
0: You know, at work.
1: What? Please tell that. Well, it's not really much of a story, but... (laughs) That's one of my favorites. That's so fucking (laughs) funny. um, (laughs) Well, I don't know if anyone heard it, but anyway, I'll tell the story. So, I'm at work, and... So it was like one of those days where, well, not everyone will know this, but it was like a day where like you guys have sales, right? Because we, we I work in like a complex, like a independent complex. So they had like 20% off every store. So like every oh, yeah, store yeah, yeah, yeah. in like the whole complex. So like, like a mall off. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so everyone was sort of
0: like all the- Everyone was buzzing.
1: Yeah, all the places, like all the stores were like doing a, like people were standing outside handing out phones oh, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And we just got this new wireless speaker at my store. Um, and so we plug it in and uh, a girl at my work, I won't say her name, but she comes up and she's like, yeah, I'll put my music on. She comes out, pl- we pop the thing outside and she says, I'm going to play um, whatever. She, she starts playing this other stuff, but no one's really feeling it. Yeah. Um, and then she, she was like, oh, I'll just put on whatever. So she went into her playlist and it was like on shuffle and Kanye West gold digger came up yeah. and I was just like she was like does this have swearing and I was like I don't know now I ain't saying she a gold digger but she ain't messing with no bro. <laughs> when quite clearly now in hindsight does have the n word multiple times You're
0: like in the first 20 seconds yeah.
1: and um, so we so I so we put it outside and we just plan it and at this point it's like quite loud out the front and she puts it on and like everyone like sort of walks away or whatever and I walk outside and I hear it and I just like walk straight back in and I'm like you gotta change the song (laughs) yeah that's basically the story I fucking love it yeah I don't know if anyone heard it we weren't too busy at the time luckily (laughs)
0: if you heard that happen please please let us know if you were there yeah I doubt
1: it. It's very... Um...
0: <laughs> the chances aren't in our favor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's one of my favorite stories.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this album, really great. Um, and there you go, you have a nice little story. Um, <laughs> I really liked uh, Lupe Fiasco's verse on Touch of Sky. Jamie Fox, obviously, on Gold Digger. Diamonds from mm. Sierra Leone, which had Jay-Z. Um, not the first time that they, had, uh, that they were together, but uh, Gone with Killer Cam. Um, this album... Even though I didn't listen to it too much, it introduced me again to more artists. And I think that that's one thing that Kanye has yeah. been really good at is sort of having these artists sort of all in one group. And then I'm like, oh, I really like this Killer Cam guy. And I go out and listen and now I really like his discography. And yeah. same with Consequence and Common and Q-Tip and uh, Lupe Fiasco. Guys and like that I've never heard before. Yeah, exactly. Lil Pump. Um, oh, Yeah they do have a song
0: together. <laughs> do. I wish um, I said Lil Pump first. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so that's that. Then we move on to Graduation again. Not one I'm a massive fan on, still really good, still really important and I think that this is where rap went pop and I yeah. think that Kanye was a big instigator in that. Obviously, the next album, 808s and Heartbreak, uh, uh, sort of built upon that and heavily auto-tuned but songs like Stronger, um, Good Life, Flashing Lights, and... Um, and Can't Tell Me Nothing, which is an iconic scene in um, The Hangover, when, he, when they first come to Vegas, and it's yeah. like, Dad, turn the lights out. No, wait. I'm singing a different Kanye West song. <laughs> <laughs> that song, My Beautiful Dark Twists of Fantasy. What's that song? Are you ready yeah. to sack? That's Monster. <laughs> but Can't Tell Me Nothing, when they come first into Vegas, and it's sort of showing the shot over the top. They actually play two Kanye songs. I think that's why um, I'm thinking of that yeah they definitely Mm -hmm. play monster and that song (laughs) um but yeah those songs were very pop inspired and i think kanye was well ahead of the curve there and then he pushed it even further um with the next album 808s and heartbreak which controversially could be my favorite album i Um, I
0: it's one of my favorites i haven't listened to all of them
1: yeah i think that it's not the best technically i think um albums like late registration and the college dropout are better and if I was ranking them in terms of um greatness in terms of um, overall skill and sort of brevity of the album I would probably rate those two higher but But eight oh eight and Heartbreak is fine what sounds good yeah exactly yeah 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 um Robocop is one of my favourite songs (laughs) I just love how um cold he sounds on that this album has no swearing on it too um
0: I do remember you telling me that Yeah. yeah
1: Paranoid really great Streetlights really great heartless obviously iconic yeah. track
0: heartless and um and streetlight so yeah. probably my my two favorites off the album
1: yeah love lockdown bad news see you in my nightmares coldest wind i just read the whole album out just <laughs> a great album overall
0: didn't he, he made it not explicit just to see if he could didn't he
1: uh i'm not sure but he definitely he did make it fully ex- um like not explicit yeah yeah so which is know. impressive yeah
0: i think it was literally just to show that like rap doesn't have to be explicit. Yeah. I could be wrong in that, but I think that was his reasoning. Yeah.
1: And I know um, Lil Wayne actually did swear on that, but he changed it. Yeah. He did change the, the word.
0: Yeah, Kanye was like, no, no, no. Not having yeah. that.
1: All right, now I'm going to speed through My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know it's the greatest album of all time. Then we move into Yeezus. Um, well, he did have Watch the Throne, but I'm not really going to count that one because yeah. it's a collaborative uh, project with Jay-Z, but really great. Obviously had... Um, Paris, obviously one of the most iconic uh, rap songs of all time, Um, and even songs like Otis um, and Illus Motherfucker Alive, and um, I can't think of that one song right now.
0: What song was that? Mall? Like he had mall in the chorus. Like
1: oh, that's all day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, stay at the mall.
0: Yeah, all day.
1: Yeah. Um. So. Uh, what was I up to? Jesus, really great sound. Again, pivoted heavily away from what he was. Yeah. Uh, we, grew, we grew accustomed to. Um, more industrial, sort of noise. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent of. Uh, <clears throat> what, what's that group called? Death Grips. Yeah. Very reminiscent of underground, um, sort of dirty, dirty rap. Um, and again, really great. I think it has, again, one of his greatest songs on it On site, I think that's a really great song. Um, I really like um, Can't Hold My Liquor um, I said that weird Can't um, I Am A God This really great songs overall Guilt Trip Blood On The Leaves Use a ridiculous the blood on sample the lace, good. Um, Yeah Black Skinhead Bound To Another great album um, And then we move into uh, The Life Of Pablo Yep um,
0: With the iconic font
1: yeah, it is an iconic font. Um, and then we move into... I'm, I'm not going to talk about that one. I t- spoke about that before. Um, and then we move into his sort of run with cold... Uh, co- like the cold winter sort of thing. The surgical summer, some call it. The the Wyoming run yeah. with Pusha T, uh, Tiana Taylor, Nas, Kid Cudi. And then... Well, Kid Cudi and himself and himself um, really dominating for like about two whole months there. But yeah. yeah, really great artist and definitely a discography that will take you many, many hours to get through. But definitely worth it. Um, because I'm not going to do best songs because that's literally like 300 to choose from. I'm going to yeah. do three albums that are must listens. Okay. I'm going to do 808s and Heartbreaks, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and I'm going to do The College Dropout. I think, I think that's a good they're art. pillars of his um, work. I think and pillars of hip hop, yeah, and ones that sort of you can see the influence that he had on other stuff. The college dropout moved away from gangster rap, which we had, um, in sort of the bling era 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, yeah. Jeezy, th- uh, artists like that. Then we moved in towards more, um, hi- uh, sort of auto tune with 808s, and then, um, with My Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy, we just moved into great music, yeah. Um, so that's my, uh, that's solid. That is solid. That is my golf dive for this week. So let's get into your rap region.
0: Oh, well, I didn't do a rap region. Right.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. That's sound you're taking um, a play out of my book,
0: mate. <laughs> <laughs> Right. If any of your, your trees are missing leaves, you know why. No, wait. It's books. I
1: don't even know you, what you're taking.
0: You know, you're taking a leaf out of my book. Oh, if yeah. any of your books are missing leaves. I, I've butchered it. Um... So Well, I feel like there's not that many regions left. Like, yeah. there's pretty much, like, the big ones. Like, New York, you know? Yeah. Um. Good old Unique New York. Can you do that?
1: Unique Unork,
0: Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> you said Unork at one point. Maybe. Um. What do you mean, maybe? You definitely did. No, I'm playing maybe, that back. Maybe not. <laughs> um. So, I'm going to do a little bit of a... Um, my collection, I guess. Oh, collection one. With uh, a bit of a twist, so I'll get the props. Did you just fart? <laughs> no, I was a on the couch. <laughs> It did sound like a, like a toot. So I've got my two favourite shoes, or my, my two sort of like most out there shoes. Um, I think my Rick Owens are the most out there, but I've already talked about them in depth. Yep. So I'm going to talk about these ones in depth as well. <laughs> Oh shit. My, my Doc Martens. Uh, I will bring these up closer to the camera in a little bit, but these are like crazy detailed.
1: Wow, I swear you talk about this every second week on the show.
0: Whenever I wear these, I do say that they're crazy detailed, but I am going to go into depth. Uh, these are, are Doc Martens, so if you have any pair of Doc Martens, you'll know what they're like. But these are my first and only pair of Docs. Oh, Dockeys. And I do have to say, they fucking They eat my ankle. Like, you know how in, like, I think it's Japan, you can go to, like, those foot spas where you put your feet in the water and, like, the fish eat all the dead skin? Yeah. That's, like, they got these fish here, but it's they're like, just eating everything. It's like, not uh, just... It's not, it's not pleasant. No, no. It's like, it's like <laughs> it's there's, it's there's a piranha in here. <laughs> it's unpleasant. <laughs> so, if you have recently acquired a pair of docks or you're looking to get one, I would recommend getting, like, half a size up, maybe even a full size. Um sort of depending on the size. Like, I'm a much, like, sort of bigger size. I'm I'm a, a 12 or 13. What did I get these in? A 12. So they do run big. Um, and, yeah, you've you got to wear... Something's moved in the esky. There's an animal in there. Um, so, yeah, wear some thick socks with it. And I would recommend for the first, like, two or three wears, put, like, a few band-aids around your, your heel. I had to do them with these ammo Rick Owens. Um, I would say... I've read online a lot of places that it takes about 10 wears to break these in. But I would say if you're wearing them for a full day, it would take like five wears. Like a sort of a minimum. Mm. Uh, but they are... They're okay once you break them in. I wouldn't say they're the comfiest ever because I'd wear ultra boosts every single day at work. So my feet are a little bit spoiled. I've got little right. princess feet. Right. Um, but these... Yeah, for, for like boots, heavy boots as well, they are... Like very comfy and they're incredibly robust if you didn't know um these soles have a lifetime like warranty so if the soles like fail or like split or crack or anything you can take them to like a Doc mountain store or whatever and they'll just replace it like put on a brand new sole for you for free there you go and um yeah it is very i want to hold this for a little bit and just like push down on the sole it's it's it is hard but like it's quite spongy
1: pretty solid isn't
0: it yeah but it's got like a nice amount of sort of yeah, spring it to it does have some give in it yeah so that yeah. they are surprisingly comfortable for what they are and yeah these ones are uh, leather so they're obviously waterproof um obviously until you get to the eyelets then i think that would sort of stop working um i've read a lot of places online as well like recommend leather conditioning and like polishing it but i haven't done with this with these uh they haven't cracked or anything they've got a few sort of creases but there's no signs of aging in the leather at all so there you go. they're holding up pretty well but yeah i'll come up to the camera and give a few close-ups but these are very good they i got these on a on a cracking deal as well crack and from like 300 down to 90 shout out platypus um i only had one size left i think it was well it was mine um but yeah, I've got these on a cracking deal. They're surprisingly easy to wear, despite the crazy amount of detail and colours. But yeah, let's get some close-ups. Right, so he's there on a horse, like with a some sort of spear. He's like spearing this weird fish thing.
1: He's riding on a horse.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't really know what that fish thing is, but he's spearing it. But like, look at I'm going to zoom in a little bit on the camera. But have a look at the detail in that car like this legitimately looks like a painting and it's on a shoe like you can see the bloody windows of the buildings on the other side of the lake that's that is insane like that blows my mind and there's some like chicken a dress there like some um like victorian era kind of dress but that pattern just kind of repeats like he's down here doing the same thing with the fish there and it sort of it mirrors there but yeah it's like an insane amount of detail on these. Those, those buildings in particular, just like blow me away. They've got like the nice hill up the top there with the castle. Yeah, th- these are insane.
1: They're insane. They got some nice
0: detailing on them. They really do. Um, I think these ones are called like the Saint Georges. Right. But I, I could be wrong in that. And then, finally, these are my, I would say, third most out there pair of shoes. It is my Nike Vandals. Oh, shit, the Velcro is stuck together. That was a poor introduction of these. In a red satin. The satin's not a very common material, but it's quite uh, it's not. quite soft. Is it popular on pillows? Mm. Or is it more like silk?
1: Mm. Yeah. more like silk sometimes
0: yeah uh, they're they're fairly i don't know um similar satin and silk but i think like silk is more delicate silk is nicer yeah yeah and satin um the one thing about these though that I, I don't like there's a few things about these i don't like but the main thing would be when they get wet they show water stains for like a few hours mm. so if it's raining you're gonna have like a few drops like all in the toe box and it it just makes them look really old. Um, I think they came with two sets of laces. Right. I chose the grey ones, to, like match the swoosh and the, um, the strap. Yeah, they came with a red pair. But yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the swoosh is like a. <clears throat> well, I need a drink. I'm fully, no, I was going to meme it and say I'm fully rejuvenated. Um, yeah, the swoosh is like a, like a silver, not really a chrome. It's not completely reflective, but uh, yeah, that sort of, it wraps all the way around the back. Uh, they are a very hard shoe, like a very flat, hard. It's not like an Air Force one. It may look like it, but it's not. Um, but yeah, it is a very out there shoe, quite difficult to wear this one. But I think I got these pretty cheap, like 120 or something. Uh, that was from uh, Laced, which you'll notice are being represented, a small little uh, sneaker shop in Brisbane. Yep. So uh, shout out, shout out Laced. But uh, yeah, I got these cheap from there. but And I, I would buy them again, but there are more things I dislike about them than things that I like about them. But yeah, the things I like are sort of have a, a higher sort of change on my opinion, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: getting what you're saying. I'm picking up what you are putting there.
0: <laughs> <though>. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's everything for us. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for watching and we will see you in two days for our fun-filled Friday. See you then. That's a wrap.
1: Light as, as uggs.